You are tuned in to Lightworkers Lounge. Tales of having a human experience in a spiritual world. Hello, and happy December. Happy birthday, Sagittarians. Welcome to another episode of Lightworkers Lounge. I'm your host, Stephanie Powers, and I forget that there are quite a few people who listen to the podcast who do not have Instagram who do not have any form of social media. And so I wanted to let you guys know, in case you're not on the Monday newsletter either, if you're not, please go subscribe. It's free and you get access to things like what I'm about to share. I did a Black Friday deal. I never do this, but I talked about in the email why I chose to this year. But a lot of people only listen to the podcast and I didn't want to leave you guys out of this great opportunity to get a birth chart reading at 25% off. I feel crazy that that's a thing, but it is. And I just wanted to offer that and extend this to you guys on the podcast who don't have social media and don't even have email. So you haven't seen it. So if you guys want to, I will leave the discount code up from now, Friday, December 1st until Sunday, December 3rd at midnight Central Standard Time here in the U.S. You can get 25% off any reading. And yeah, that includes the universe package as well. Literally, any reading you would like. It's my way of saying thank you. It's my way of saying thank you so much for supporting my small little business that is Lightworkers Lounge. And I want to give everyone a chance here at the end of the year to wrap up everything that 2023 has brought us and taught us. So go to lightworkers-lounge.com, click on whichever birth chart reading you like, email me if you need help picking one out, and use code BLACKFRIDAY at checkout to get 25% off. It's sale ends Sunday, December 3rd, and you won't see it again uh, probably until December of next year. So thank you guys. Go check that out. This podcast episode... I just want to talk about some things I took, some notes I took over a latte under the Gemini full moon. It's Sagittarius season, right? From now until December 21st. This is your permission slip to run away from your problems. Yes, here you go. Make like a Sagittarius, hop on a flight, catch flights, not feelings. (laughs) To go book an Airbnb in a town far away or a town too over. And see what comes up. You know, the disempowered Sagittarius is someone who runs away from responsibility. It is someone who runs away from their feelings. Being a Sagittarius myself, of course, I have been asked since I was a little girl, what are you running away from? And of course, when you hear that question from someone you love and value and you're related to, you stop and think, well, what am I running from? Am I running from something? And so I have to check myself, even today as an almost 35-year-old adult, I have to check myself as a Sag with that question of, am I running from something or am I running to something? This is the empowered Sagittarius, is they're running to truth. And so for all of us, whether you have Sagittarius in your chart or not, Sagittarius season is a time to run away from your problems. Just do it with the right intention. Say, hey, I am feeling overwhelmed with life right now, be it a job I want to release myself from or a relationship it's time to break free from. 
I need to, even if it's none of those, you're just feeling stuck and overwhelmed and anxious and your memory's foggy and you're like, okay, when's the last time I've done something just for me? I need to go do that. And sometimes changing scenery, changing your location gives you the answer you need, right? We, we use the fishbowl analogy here. When you're in your fishbowl, you're in your town, you know where the grocery is, you know where the gas station is, you know all of your appointments listed out, you have your routine, your routine is your fishbowl. And when we're trying to solve issues in our life, being stuck in that fishbowl, we can't see clearly. We're stuck here. Better analogy. The forest, we're stuck in the trees. If we were to just zoom out, hop on a drone and zoom out and look at the entirety of the forest, we can see the way out. Ah, like being in a corn maze. Have you guys ever done those? Is my Midwest roots coming out here? When you're in a corn maze, it's, that shit's scary. <laughs> Because you can get lost and you can't see over the tall ears of corn. And it's like, how do I get out of here? Help. But if you were to fly a drone and look down at your phone at the image, you can just follow that and get out. So Sagittarius is seeing the entire forest. And sometimes when we step out of our corn maze, we hop out of our own fishbowl, we go to a place where we know no one, we don't know where the gas station is, we have to use Google Maps to find a grocery store, we see things from a different lens. We find our truth. We find our truth. Some example is popping in my mind of when I was previously married and I, I was stuck in limbo of, is it me or is it trauma? Am I uncomfortable here because it's not meant for me? Or am I uncomfortable because I've never seen a healthy relationship in my life? And so this is just foreign and it'll get better. It'll, it'll surely get better. It's only been five years of feeling wrong, but it'll get better. And then one time I took a trip by myself on a spring break to Key West. And I had no intentions of doing anything besides taking photos and eating good food by myself. And I loved it. And I had my aha truth moment. I arrived early in the morning. And at sunset, as I took photos of the sun setting over Baya Honda Bridge, if you guys are from the Keys, you know Baya Honda, it hit me that I didn't have any texts on my phone. I didn't have any calls, no missed messages, nothing. My then husband didn't reach out to ask if I made it safe and didn't reach out to say, have a good night. Nothing. And I was like, I don't know. It was just in that moment I was like, oh, this isn't just, this isn't how relationships are supposed to be. This is truly uncomfortable for not only me, but clearly him as well. And we are not supposed to be here. Okay. Here's, here's my truth. And it took going to an island 2,000 miles away to have that truth revealed to me. And so this is Sagittarius season for us all. And I wanted to talk about that very feeling of, like, is my body keeping score here? You guys know that book? My bo the body keeps the score. Something I'm currently deciphering in my body here, and as with everything in life, Everything in life, career, friends, love, my own health, relationships to family, everything. I'm wondering, how do you decipher between anxiety or intuition? How do you decipher 
between your body feeling uncomfortable because you shouldn't do that or your body feeling uncomfortable because it's just foreign to you. How do you decipher when someone is probably not who you should be hanging out with or is it just social anxiety and that person could actually become one of your best friends? How do you know? And so far, the only thing I've got is time. It just takes time. And perhaps continuously, repetitively showing up and if it keeps feeling that way or gets more intense, it's probably a sign that person or that thing is not right for you. But if it gets easier, if it gets lighter with time, maybe they are. What do you guys think? It's very nuanced, right? And so much noise and advice from other people takes away from our true center, our true core, especially when you're a recovering people pleaser like I am. You, you love advice from your loved ones. You think they know me, right? So certainly they would know what's best for me. Wrong, wrong. Even if you've got a wonderful supportive family, even if you've got great friends and a wonderful partner, no one ever truly knows your core and they never will and we should never expect them to. You have to steer your own ship. And I know in this day and age, it gets tough. We want to hand over the reins to someone else and say, I need, my soul needs a break. Can you handle this? But that's where, that's breeding grounds for resentment, right? The most common question I get for birth chart readings is, what's my purpose? Steph, I'm lost. I don't know what my purpose is. And then if I do figure out my purpose and I declare, yeah, that's it. I'm still lost because I don't know the steps to take to get there. Steph, help me. <laughs> and that is astrology, right? That is astrology. Judith Hill says, life is a journey. Astrology is a map. And astrology helps you find your destination. But being uncomfortable in the physical body, it's the loudest message spoken in a language only you can hear. And when we get these uncomfortable feelings, I think our initial response is, ah, I don't know. I don't like this. Let me call my friend. Let me go send an audio message to this person. Let me go, let me go talk to my mom. I, I love my mom. I'm going to go make some tea and talk to her, which is a beautiful thing. We're built for connection with people, but we have to still hold the grounding energy that says, I can listen to advice but only take the advice that makes my anxiety feel calm, that dissolves uncomfortability into a grounding feeling in the base of my root chakra, right? Some questions that I just jotted down right here, I wrote, do I want to get, and this isn't applying to my life, I'm just thinking as a general sense. Do I want to get married or do I just want someone who will never leave? I think if I would have asked young 21-year-old self, God, the older I get, you guys, the more ashamed, maybe is the word, or embarrassed, I get that at the ripe age of 21, I said yes to spending my life to someone. And some people know, right? If you're listening to this and you got married young and you're still holding strong, or if you're 20 and you're engaged, please don't take this the wrong way. Miss me personally, there is no freaking way <laughs> I would have ever known at 21. I had this personal boundary with myself and obviously reading charts. I don't think people should get engaged until 29, 30 when they go through their Saturn return and really grow up. 
And again, I know I'm outcasting a lot of people who are engaged or married at that age and rocking it. Again, there's so many different types of people. I'm not putting everyone in a box. That's just my own personal belief. So if I would have asked myself, if I would have had the emotional intelligence, do I want to get married or do I just want someone who will never leave? Because my whole life has been people coming in and out and uncertainty and forming bonds with people only for it to be taken away because we have to move or because I'm changing schools or because a relationship dissolved and we have to move to a different place. Like that, that's just been the hallmark of my life. And so I got married so young because I just subconsciously thought, well, I want someone who will never leave. Till death do we part. This will feel great. But I've never really stopped to ask myself, do you know what love is? Do you know what it takes from both you and the other person to stay together forever? You don't just say I do and you do. You say I do and that's where the starting line begins. And you'll do it one day, but grow up a little. Have some experiences. Listen to Dr. Nicole Libero. Wait, wait until you find this holistic psychologist and you'll do really well. But I didn't know. And no, I don't beat myself up for it because you're everybody. It's only doing the best with what they know at the time. I didn't know at the time. And I didn't even know that I didn't know. So how could I possibly know that I needed to learn more? Right? It's all a part of your path. It's all a part of your journey. Something else I wrote down is, do I want to be a parent or do I just need to take care of myself right now? As an almost 35-year-old woman, you guys hear me talk about it a lot, obviously. It's something I'm going through and I'm either going to accept I will be biologically childless or I may become a mom one day. I, I don't know. Literally straddling the fence with that. I, I don't. But I wrote, do I want to be a parent or do I just need to take care of myself right now? I I have these waves, I'll admit to you, where on one end, I am like, oh my God, I need to be a mom. And I bet it's hormones. I so bet it's hormones where I'm like, oh, I've got to be a mom. I need to be a mom. I need to breastfeed. I want to see my stomach expand. I want to carry a child. I want to raise a child. And then I have moments where my hormones shift and I'm like, I can't even deal with a dog. (laughs) I could, I want freedom. I want to do what I want when I want. I am so overly sensitive to this stuff. I can't emotionally carry a child. Just woohoo, ring around the rosy we go, right? But then I think in those moments where I'm hell-bent on getting pregnant that I need to stop and take a deep breath and say, I need to take care of myself. Because when I can reflect back on those chapters where I was like, I've got to be a mom, I've got to, what I really needed was to mother myself, was to nurture myself, to take a deep breath. And I'm so glad that my body, the universe, God, whatever you want to call it, denied me of pregnancy in the time, even though I was hell-bent on it because I wasn't ready and I could only imagine what it would have turned out to be. I would have been fine. Child would have been fine. But gosh, I don't think there's a right time for anything, but I think like weather forecasts, there's more beneficial forecasts to do things than others, right? I'd rather give birth on a sunny day rather than a rainy day, you know? So that's all I've got for you guys. I just wanted to pose those questions for you and maybe stir something up in your own heart and your own mind. And maybe if there's a young listener to this that I can prevent you from experiencing some of the 
loneliness and isolation and pain and confusion that I experienced. Or maybe even encourage people to say like, hey, no matter what you've got yourself into, don't beat yourself up for it. You are doing the best you can with what you have and what you know. And you can always turn page. You can always grab the pen and rewrite how your story ends. It doesn't have to end this way. You are always in control. No matter your age, no matter the era you're in, you can decide how things end. It might make some, it might be some tough decisions. It might be some difficult moments adjusting to the new normal, those, that secret uncomfortable language that only you can hear. But if there's anything I know, is that nothing lasts forever. When I was married, I thought, this is my life. This is going to be my 40s, my 50s. This is it. I'm done. <laughs> nope. And now it feels like, you know, being almost, gosh, that's 2018, almost six years removed. It feels like a different lifetime. It feels like it never happened. And yet in the moment, I was all encompassed like, this is it. I'm done. I'm toast. I'm miserable. That's, and that's just that losing a little bit of my shine, my glow, my smile isn't as bright. That's it. And it's not. So if you're listening to this and you're finding yourself in a situation where you're thinking, well, that's it. I'm here to tell you it's not. It's absolutely not. I love you guys. If you choose to use the discount code, I will see you on the calendar for a birth chart reading. I'll pull your map out and help you find your purpose, even though I think living is our purpose. I don't, I don't know if there's that one certain thing. Astrology is my purpose for sure, but I don't think it's my purpose when I'm in my 50s. We'll see what it leads to. I think we have a multitude of different types of purposes, and each purpose is a lily pad that we jump from and evolve and grow until our soul says, all right, that's enough this round. See you later. And we decide to go somewhere else. But isn't it fun? You get to design what life means to you. I love you guys. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Lightworkers Lounge. Ah, get excited for what's to come because we're going to release a big episode about 2024 astrology. And let me just say what you feel has been about to come, this like anticipation, this looming feeling of like, yo, something big is about to change or happen. You're right. See you next time. Bye.